Okay, good evening. It's uh, Tuesday the 16th of March. It was a bit loud there, sorry. Uh, Tuesday the 16th of March, and uh, I seem to be blowing the top of all the uh, the VU meters here. Someone's turned me up. Okay, uh, it's uh, Tuesday the 16th of March, well, Thursday even, 16th of March, I'll get round to it. Um, we're going to have a feast a feast, a total feast of Irish music tonight, uh, with it being St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. We're going to kick off with the Pogues and a belter celebrating my ancestral home and the wild cats of Kilkenny. <sighs> So apparently the uh, the cats of Kilkenny fought so uh, so fiercely that all that was left of them was their tails. Uh, no, honestly, that's what happened. No hint of a lie. Uh, yeah, a story told for decades uh, has led to the cats being a nickname attached to all manner of uh, Kilkenny teams and and people in general. And uh, yeah, it's my old uh, my ancestral home goes back to Kilkenny. Uh, it's also said to be an analogy for pointless battles that nobody wins, but. That rather takes the edge of a good story, doesn't it? And the Irish do love a good story, uh, especially a sad one. Uh, so let's change the pace. Uh, let's have a classic ballad of lost love. This is Nancy Spain. Of all the stars that ever shone, not 
hope your tears aren't watering down your Guinness too badly out there. Uh, that was Christy Moore singing a song that's entered into sort of modern Irish folklore. It wasn't written by him. Uh, and the writer, uh, Barney Rush, 
good Irish name, used the name because it sounded so right when he heard it. Uh, Nancy herself was a, a groundbreaking lesbian English journalist of the 1950s and 60s. Nothing to do with the song whatsoever. Um, anyway, it's a fine ballad in a great tradition. Uh, and Christy Moore delivers it so beautifully. He was at the forefront of the resurgence of Irish folk um, in the sort of, uh, I guess, early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, um, through bands such as Planksty and, uh, and his own solo work. And that tradition of, of taking, uh, tradition of taking, tradition of taking traditional music, repeating myself, uh, fusing it with sort of modern multicultural Ireland is something a band called Jiggy uh, are doing tremendously well at the moment. Uh, they're touring this summer in Ireland, um, uh, but not much in the UK. I think you've got to get to the Shrewsbury Folk Festival if you're going to catch them this side of the Irish Irish Sea. Uh, here's uh, Jiggy uh, with a, a song called Skellig. Did a little 
there. You've got you uh, tapping your toes, getting up off on your feet, dancing around the room. Uh, there's some great videos as well, go with uh, some of their tracks, lots of different sort of dance moves and whatever. <clears throat> um, taking... Yeah, traditional Irish polka, polkas, reels, and and um, <laughs> that phrase, giving them a modern twist. I hate that saying, a modern twist, but it's a it's a useful shorthand uh, for the way they you know bring in uh, sort of all sorts of Indian rhythms and and just world rhythms and modern stuff. Anyway, a fusion of stuff and uh, and all the better for it. Uh, for multicultural approach uh, to life in modern Ireland. Um, the next band, uh, I heard busking in Liverpool a few years ago, and uh, I, I just did one of the big shopping centres there, uh, and I just hung around uh, for a few songs. Uh, I think when you hear them, uh, you're going to agree with me as to why I did that.
That was Salvation by a band called Key West, uh, a Dublin band. Uh, they made their reputation doing just what I saw them doing, busking. And uh, after playing Grafton Street in, in Dublin for many uh, weeks and months and years, maybe, they started selling out theatres and then started releasing albums, which got to number one in Ireland a few times. Uh, <clears throat> their last album, I think, was a few years ago, and there's no live dates on the website, so I don't know how active they still are. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I bought a few CDs from them in the, in the town, in the shop, in the shopping centre, and I still enjoy listening. There's a hint of you 2 about them. Uh, U2 were, of course, never going to get a play in this show. Too obvious, along with the Dubliners, uh, Foster and Allen, Val Dunican, Enya, yeah, none of that lot. No, no, none of them. You can, you're safe. Um, anyway, if if uh, if Key West do resurface, they're a good live act, um, whether on the streets of Liverpool or in a venue. You are listening to Bry Radio and Doc's Music Box, and we are enjoying music for Ireland tonight, uh, the day before St Patrick's Day. Uh, next up is a master songwriter, uh, world renowned by those who know their music. Uh, has, uh, enjoy some music from Paul Brady.
That's uh, Paul Brady, and uh, you probably guessed a track called Trick or Treat, uh, singing there with the the legendary Bonnie Raitt. Um, he contributed, sorry, he, uh, co- oh, do I remember one of those days, really? Uh, he worked together, is the word I'm trying to think of, uh, with all sorts of musicians during his, his career, long career, uh, dating right back to the late 60s through the 70s. Uh, he's another alumnus of, of uh, the Irish folk band Planksty, um, and just became a sort of fixture of Irish music uh, right the way through to the modern day. Um, I, 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 I thought he'd uh, he'd retired. I thought I saw something about retiring, but I was just a little noodle there while that track was playing. And he is touring. Uh, you need to be in either New York in May or various places in Ireland throughout March, but maybe he'll come back this side of the uh, the Irish Sea again. Okay, uh, a small change in, in, in my initial programme. Um, I was... Uh, very sad to read uh, the other day that uh, a musician who I greatly admire uh, sadly passed away on Monday. Uh, Simon Emerson, uh, who started uh, the 1980s with bands like Scritti Politti, um, has been making music, wonderful music, uh, since that time. I came across him as the force behind uh, bands like the, the Imagine Village and the afro Celt Sound System. Um, he was visionary, an enabler who brought together musicians from around the world to make some extraordinary music. Uh, live performances were fantastic, and I had the pleasure of, of watching both of those bands a few times. Uh, blending African, Indian, Celtic music, um, uh, the Afro-Celts, it could so easily have been a complete mess, uh, but it's exciting and it's vibrant, amazing stuff. Um, so I thought uh, I'd slip in a track. It's it's it fits the bill. We've got uh, Rena Connolly, Connolly, sorry, uh, from Armagh, uh, with her sort of haunting vocals. Uh, we've got Robbie Harris, who was also playing on the Jiggy track earlier on Baron. Uh, Simon himself on guitar. This is the Afro Celt sound system, and a track called Honey Bee.
the Afro-Celt sound system, Honeybee, uh, Ringna Connolly holding forth a uh, wonderful stage presence. That woman has extraordinary stage presence, she has. Uh, and Fali Kuyate um, on Cora and African percussion and Johnny Kelsey dancing around playing the doll. And, and it's just, just an amazing thing. And, and I, I, I do hope somehow they can keep it going. Uh, but the loss of Simon, uh, we, we lost a kind spirit, uh, a champion of great causes and a wonderful music. Um, eulogies about him from people he's worked with make clear the affection which he was held by uh, seemingly all that he worked with okay well following that is not easy uh, so best to just mix it up as usual really uh, the, uh, let's use the word eclectic shall we um, Neil Hannon Neil Hannon is a musical master uh, whose output you may know uh, he's had a hit uh, the song called National Express uh, it gets airtime despite some linguistic vulgarity. Um, or or maybe you just know him as the guy who wrote the uh, Father Ted theme tune. Anyway, uh, he has a band called The Divine Comedy, and they write great melodies and curious lyrics. Uh, none more so than this next number. Um, do listen out. There's some fantastic rhymes in here. Um, it, it's uh, it, curious, but very enjoyable. Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. Do you remember that old TV show, Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World? Well, if I TV make a new series, they ought to come take a look at my girl. I don't understand her. She doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand her. It's like she's speaking.
Sound the Divine Comedy there with Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. Uh, I nearly gave you uh, Third Man uh, from Hannon's uh, two CDs of cricket-related songs. Uh, yes, uh, you heard me right, songs all about cricket uh, from an Irish uh, writer and, and performer. It's bizarre and joyous, and uh, clearly I'm going to have to uh, put together a cricket special uh, in the summer term so I can just play some tracks from it. Um Last but one tonight is the sadly missed talent of Dolores O'Riordan, a uh, long-time singer with the Cranberries. Um, her distinctive Irish lilt uh, added a lot to their music. But I've chosen a solo song of hers that I do love dearly. Uh, I'm going to crack straight on. It's a belter. Uh, her voice is astonishing. The lyrics are beautiful. This is The Journey. <laughs> Oh, 
So it's time to wind the show up and to wish you a very happy St. Patrick's Day for tomorrow. Go steady on the Guinness. Uh, watch out for Americans in leprechaun outfits. One more show to go this term. Uh, and next week, it's going to be a great lineup of British blues artists. Um, it's, it's coming together really well. Do tune in or use the listen again option at Bridot Radio. Until then, I wish you a fond farewell and may the road rise up to meet you and all that sort of Irish stuff. Uh, I'm going to play you out with a high energy track uh, I first heard uh, being played by a Bristol pub band called Flash Harry. Uh, I tracked it back to its origins, and it's uh, another Irish sort of folk rock band, uh, this time for the 1970s. Uh, they then sort of got back together in the 2000s. Um, so, dancing shoes on for the last hurrah. It's Sword of Light by Horselips. <laughs> Use both your hands.
sole.